Personal Power, People Positive, The Community of Connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. I know we make light of this, but we it's almost we have to. I know there was times, because Cynthia, when I talked to your mom first, you know, it was emotional. And I know Very. I felt it in you. Um, a lot of tears <laughs> are shed. I know today was going to be hard for me, too, because I got kids and I'm trying to, you know, we kept it really upbeat, which I think is important. But the good news is from all this, and I always like to attribute our, our Heavenly Father, Bob, that's just me and my faith as a Christian. Same I mean, you can, And there's people, free country, you know, whatever you worship or whatever you do. But I, I do believe when you told how profound that was when she said that, that, you know, you were teetering on the brink of, of death. I mean, and you didn't, he didn't know it. He was tripping on, what is it called again? Tilotted. Tilotted. Dreams, I never want to dream again. But what makes Dreams. us, and just to keep keep us on, t- on time here too, plus you've got to go to a recording studio here shortly. To this day today, I mean, when you said that, do you, do you feel that there was an immune compromise situation here? Or is this coincidental? Or do you think it had anything to do? I know we kind of started this out because people are probably sitting and listening and saying, well, does this have anything to do with the vaccine? Because we don't know that. 100, we, we can't have conclude no idea. that. It's we'll never a, know. It's just a guess. But it's just, it's an educated, we're making, just so people think we're not trying to draw, we're not trying right. to go against it. It just seems awfully strange, <coughs> very coincidental during this time of a pandemic, you know, COVID. I mean, we don't even know. Even people who've never maybe had vaccine or didn't have any reaction, I mean, even with me with COVID, you hear people getting this COVID lung. I got a guy that I run with too. He he can't get, catch his breath still after he after COVID. Yeah. He had nothing to do. He did, I don't even know if he even got a vaccine or not. But it, it, you just don't know. This no. thing is we're not going to know for years and years and years. Or did it? Were you maybe you you, you know you you had it and didn't know it and or you're exposed to it or was it the vaccine that maybe just did something to your immune system mm-hmm. where it's the point where it's like, dude, you just made this even more susceptible than I already was because you have. Because you said it yep. seems to affect a lot of Latinos more than, uh, you know, the average person. I just really feel like at the end of the day, um, every vaccine is not for everybody. I know people who can't take the, the, the flu shot because it makes them very ill. And they're allergic to eggs. Sure, because there's eggs in it. Right, and, other and, and they're allergic to that, yeah. so they can't take it. So Because you got to preserve it. I mean, right. people understand. I mean, thank God for vaccines in one way. We, if we didn't have them, most of us, we would be in big, right. big trouble. I, but but I, at the end of the day, I feel, again, you know, it compromised his own natural immune system um, for him. Yeah, may not, and it hey. didn't do it for me or to right. Joe Smith down the road, his partner exactly. next to him. And, and you know, it, that's what's so crazy about it but yep. i think what you say is a salient point um you know cynthia that i think we as people we that's what's great about our country you have the freedom to do what you want right no one's going to force you um although there are some companies that maybe did for whatever reasons or another but you you do have to really think it through you got to know yourself you would have never known I mean, he's only 21 years old so how the heck would you he's just living his life so we didn't right. we never now <laughs> you know <laughs> now you know this is something you got to tell a doctor before you yeah. get other future stuff. Say, hey, my immune system's really kind of compromised here. Will this harm it? Will it not? And, and if there's good, you know, evidence and results that this t- particular vaccine, you're a kid in high school, you started, you know, you probably already had vaccines up to this point. I'm sure you had quite a yeah. few. Yeah. Yeah. I get a flu. I get like I said, I get the flu. I get Prevnar 13. Yeah. I'm even teetering on trying to get this. Uh, what's what's the other one for um, shingles? Shingles. Thank you. Yeah, you, like you know my age, <laughs> Cynthia. Like she looked at me. Yeah. I know. Bob's in his fifties. He should be thinking shingles now. Yeah, that's right. And that's. I'll tell you right now. I sure as heck don't want to get that. So for yeah. me, you know, because I know where I am on that. So I'm making an educated guess for me. 
feeling good. I've been, I mean, over the years I can do it, but I may do it, but I can tell you this, and this is no fault anyone else. I, I went and got a plant sterol. I don't even remember the name of it because I'm all about trying to do natural medicine. I, I do that. It's a good idea. And a friend of mine was doing it, and they offered a, a solution, a saline solution to give you a little vitamin C in that because I was dealing with my prostatitis. It's like a BPH thing again. It, and it's not because of my age. I've had it when I was his age. It's crazy because wow. I sat down a lot. Of, long story. But anyway, <laughs> but I'm like an old man here, and I'm not even right? So I, but I'm okay. But I went, I said, yeah, inject me. I'm going to try that. And I was just open to it. I couldn't breathe. They had to get an ambulance and I ended up at St. Francis over <laughs> a doctor leaning in. And my buddy who's now works for Piedmont, he looks in and he says, he goes, Bob, what in the hell did you just take? I said, I don't even know what the name was. And it was nothing against them. I'm not even going to say their name. Right, right. She said, dear, dear, dear. They were so, felt so bad. I was willing participant in that particular case right. to try this because they give it to cancer patients. I guess some that come naturally and it works wow. great. Of course I get it. I'm like you. And all of a sudden I, I get into this thing. I didn't blow up. Nothing like your story. I'm not trying to at all get close to what you're doing. But I, I, I can't breathe. I'm, I'm starting to close up my throat. And they, boom, put the EpiPen in my leg. And oh, I was like jittering. Gosh. like So I come in the emergency room. Here's a weather guy coming in. And I'm shaking like I got the DTs. And they're like, dude, what's wrong with this guy? I'm like, <laughs> like this. They're like, who's this guy on something? Or what the heck's going on? Dilaudid? Yeah, I said Dilaudid. <laughs> Give me Dilaudid the next time so we can have some wacky dreams. But on a, on a positive note, that now that you did that, Kyle, did you want to weigh in on anything? Did you, is there anything you like want to say or happy, sad, uh, glad? Well, I, I was yeah. just gonna. I was yeah. just the reason why I'm here. Really, yeah. I was just gonna like hype him up about like what his music and stuff. Cool, but like that's kind of ah, not okay. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. like not on the topic y'all are on. So, hey. so in that case, why don't we? This is a good parlay now as we're wrapping up this podcast because we're, we're getting close to it. I see you got yeah. your acoustic behind you, Seth. Um, tell us, you intro him and you tell us what we need to know about his music and Seth, you do what you got to do so we can roll it out here. Let's see. And he's going in a recording studio too. And by the way, was this, was this written after all this happened or is this be something you had before uh, this, you were working on a song before th this all happened, right? Oh, Amber yeah. Yes, I wrote it way before all this happened. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah I wrote okay. it way before all this Good, happened. Good, you know how to handle the mic. Look, you're a professional. He knows dun, how to dun, work dun. at a music store. So he's actually going to a studio after this to record something else. But I'm actually going to play a, not Amber Sky. Okay, you're not going to play Amber Sky. Amber but Sky you can look up. We're going to have a link. Uh, we got Lewis here. Yeah. Lewis, can we get a link to Amber Sky? We'll do it on here. We're going to hey. put it on the bottom of this podcast. But um, go ahead, Kyle, introduce him. Go ahead, you can do that for him. Tell us what's going on. And then give him back the mic. Well, basically, <laughs> basically, I just wanted to say that, like, he he comes over to my house pretty much, like, every day, right? Right. He's, like, he always brings his guitar with him, and he's, like, always playing music, like, all the time. If he ever brings an IV with Delana, then you better run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I basically just want to say that, like, I've heard a lot of his music, and, like, I personally, like, I don't really listen typically to the type of music that he plays like i, I like i listen i listen to a lot of like hip-hop and like rap and things like that but i actually do like personally like enjoy listening to his music like after he dropped amber sky like i was actually like listening to it a lot because like i actually enjoyed it because it's like actually like good music like it's not just like your mainstream like type of stuff it's like actually like you could tell that like he puts his heart into his music so cool. 
Wait, I, dude, I like that. I was trying to write this guy. He looks like a very young Benicio del Toro. The good. You imagine, yeah. he, said, you imagine yeah. he said all of that. Yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah. Like yeah. the yeah. worst. Yeah, exactly. He's got that. He's got he's that like, chisel uh, look. The Benicio del Toro uh, high cheekbones. <laughs> so go ahead. You're gonna let, let you play this play yeah. this out. And I, I want to say again. It thank you. This is not. This is not live, right? No. Oh, I guess no. So we it'll, it'll it's gonna stream later. I might mess it up. <laughs> and you're listening so. to it now, so it's streaming now. Well, I might. Mess it up. Nah, never. No. You no, it? you don't want to think that way. Go ahead. You got it. Can you hear that? Yeah, sounds good. And you can bring, here, we can even bring my mic closer, too. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Let me make sure that this is There's, like, built-in acoustics to this guitar, which kind of gives this song really, like, like, dreamy feeling. And it might be a little too loud, but we'll see. Let me see. You hear it? Like yeah, the difference? So cool. Forget the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Just one of those nights that I just can't sleep. Gotta stay up, dreaming of you. Just one of those nights that I gotta get away. Gotta drive away, cause I'm going insane. Yeah. 
tell you, that yeah. was worth it. Yeah. It wasn't worth getting ribomyolysis. But I, I got to tell you something. That That is fantastic. John Mayer, look out. John Mayer, move over. No. You speak so softly, but uh, you, you, you carry a lot of strength with you, and, and especially being uh, an Army Ranger, too. I mean, and you still train like there's no tomorrow. Um, Brandon, tell us what a muscle-up is first. Um, a muscle-up is basically a step up from a pull-up um, with the addition of a dip at the top of the bar. So it's like a pull up. gymnast, Joanne, or you're saying, yeah. Joanne, so you like pull yourself over the bar and then press yourself up. That's crazy. Yeah. 1300 of those in 24 hours. Yeah. And I want to make it clear. There's no kipping. Okay. Yeah. Which means no. explain that to folks. So kipping is like swinging your body, using your body weight for momentum to get over the bar. So this is, this is straight up, nice form, mm-hmm. good form, solid form with no swing, no moving, no kick, no trying to swing for momentum. Yeah. Like you, and then maybe that's a bad analogy. I said a gymnast, gymnast does use momentum to swing. You're not doing that. No. Wow. Which, which makes it way harder. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, just watching you um, do something like that. I mean, just the physical portion of this, what kind of training is involved in this? Is it just because you're just a guy who's always in fit, you work out all the time, you're a trainer, CrossFit CSG, you do your thing, or what's the deal? Uh, it's really not as complicated as people make it out to be. It's, I mean, <laughs> you make it sound easy, it's easy just, for you. <laughs> it's a lot of the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, I'd be sitting so. there with my clients and be like, why is that guy doing that over and over and over again? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure when I showed up <laughs> to her gym, everyone thought I was crazy. So, Well, hey, somebody's got to set a world record, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that being said, Joanne's saying it, it's the repetitive motion. What kind of, I mean, we're talking about aches and pains. I mean, I, I think about, I do pull-ups, which is totally different and so much easier. It's like half of the effort. Hey, pull-ups we, or chin-ups, Bob? Well, I do... Well, pull up to me, I do, I do a pull up wide grip, pull up where I pull myself up over the bar and then, and a chin up, I'm reversing it like this and then pull myself just up. Just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to chins and I didn't say uh, anything. Joanne, come on. I got, I got <laughs> some physical words. attributes here. I that understand, <laughs> but she's right. She's got to, she's got to test me. That's okay. Keep me in check. But what you get that little, I was telling you guys like some tendonitis or something mm-hmm. that would be the first thing someone may ask. It's like, how, how does, how do you do this? And you go through all this aches and pains. And then we're going to talk about, you know, you're working with gallon fuel a little bit too, in the same space with Corey Smith. I mean, of course, Smith ran 565 miles to the point where he's got stress fractures in his feet and then he had to ride a bike the rest of the way. I mean, is it sort of like that? I mean, you're, you're putting your body through a lot. Yeah. I mean, I anticipated injuries to happen. I mean, I, I, throughout the training, I tried to prevent them as much as I could by doing a lot of accessory work and, really building up the shoulders and the joints and things like that. But, I mean, I knew that somewhere along the line I'd have to take a step back and address some some issues as they came up. Are you – I mean, Joanne, I look at you. You just seem – do you think he was going to do this? Be honest. Did you think oh, he was Oh, absolutely, gonna... 100%. There was no doubt in my right. mind. Is it the mental acuity of a ranger that – because I, I come from ranger family. got, you know, nephews, father-in-law, everybody, you know – that are rangers i get it they're they're you guys are there's no excuse does that training help or do you think you know if you were just a civilian guy doing it you have to train a different way or do you just think you're used to getting through that pain Uh, so for the training i I think a lot of people they're they they limit their goals they they limit themselves by setting small goals um and for me I, i don't 
I don't, I don't think you should do that. I think you should set a big goal and then break it down into more manageable goals. Um, and that's kind of how I approached it. I mean, I, I knew that it would take some time and, but I built off of the pull up. So I had already trained for 14 months. And I, right. so I kind of carried that movement into the, to the muscle ups and then just kind of backwards planned on, Hey, here's the number I want to be at before I attempt it. And how do I get there? What was your pull up number? Uh, 7,715 <clears throat> in 24 hours. It's another world record. Yeah, because that was the other right. Yeah. That's the other world record. What, I, I just it's a lot of just man. Wow. I mean, who who did you who did you surpass? And again, this book. Who was the other person in the world? Is it someone in the United States or another American, or is it somewhere else? For the pull-ups. Yes. For the pull-ups, his name was John Orth, and I believe he's out of uh, Colorado. Okay. He makes uh, violins for a living. <laughs> really? Yeah, I guess he's like an avid. Um, rock climber as well so oh well that makes sense yeah, yeah. That makes sense he can he can hang there for he'd be one of those guys you go to the mall and they they say hey we'll give you see that one coming yeah. yeah i know yeah really exactly i'll give you a hundred bucks if you could just hang there for but I, but i did learn a lot from him i obviously did my research and was looking into kind of what he was doing when i was training for the pull-ups or what he did to to set that current record and it was just a lot of reps there was nothing <laughs> special about his training other than he was doing a ton of pull-ups and when i first saw like how many he was doing it really humbled me it made me really kind of step my game up so yeah you touched on something being humble it's always when you come from that space it seems like it always it, it gives you the right yeah. you know you get the right mark above that joanne's looking at me <laughs> she, she's good that's just my look you know but you know but here's the thing is there a camaraderie thing i mean does does orth just give you a call and say dude thanks for breaking my record or, or does he no so i reached out to him okay um about a week before i attempted to break his record i, I shot him a message hey i'm gonna try to break your record um <laughs> i would love it if you'd give me some advice you know on how how i can make this happen and he was nice enough and um humble enough to kind of give me some cool. some pointers and one of the big things was keeping my hands dry had i not called him or messaged him i would have been i probably wouldn't have broke his record so um, chalk what do you do to dry it off of the towel or no what? so i had going into it the, when i called him it's about a week out from my attempt um i had one pair of gloves i had a pair of grips i had like that was it just, wow. just the stuff i'd been training with and he was like how many gloves do you have how, you know what's your plan for keeping them dry and i was like i have one pair oh he's like, <laughs> he's like you're done to, yeah, he's like go to home depot go to lowe's try on some gloves make sure you have several pairs so that you can be swapping them out and, and keeping them dry and then he actually brought up a blow dryer which i never would have thought bring a blow dryer to keep them you're dry. kidding me yeah, so. so you could though that that's now this guinness book they don't put any like rules in there there's like no you can't use you cannot email. like you can't use a blow dryer so there's there's kind yeah. of a gray area with yeah. these records and it doesn't i haven't seen it in the guidelines that guinness puts out but if you've used grips joanne you can attest to this grips that strap to you they actually help your 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 grip strength so you're not having to use as much natural grip strength to hold yourself to the bar because a lot of those leather palms, they're mm -hmm. strapped to your wrist. So when the weight of your body is on top of the bar on that leather palm, it's essentially pulling you at the wrist. So it's taking out all your finger and grip strength. Gets a great way to describe yeah, it. So yeah, I got you. From yeah. When I went into it, the last thing I wanted was to do it <clears throat> with like a pair of grips, like any big name grip out there, most of them strapped to you. So I didn't want to strap anything to my hand because the last thing I want to do is break this record 
and then have people coming back at me like, oh, well, of course you did that many. You had victory grips or bear claw yeah, or whatever. Sure. So I, I had victory grips, but I never strapped them to my hand. So people that are new to this, they don't understand Guinness Book of World Record setting and all these good things. You have a camera on you. There's a timer that's this, this way there's checks and balances. So nobody could say you, you tried to do just that and you didn't. Yeah. And then you have witnesses that are keeping log and witness statements they have to fill out and certified coaches actually have to be the ones counting the reps. Wow. Okay. Well, that's yeah. a long time. Do they switch out or is it the same coach? <laughs> no, they switch out. Yeah, I was going to say. Four hour shifts. How did you sleep? I guess that's my next. And I, and I, I don't think he slept. I don't think. Long. How the heck did you do it? Well, I know. I did a 25-hour workout in Las Vegas with a DJ before 9-11. It was the week before 9-11. And my Ranger brother-in-law, I asked him, Brian Searcy, give him a shout-out. He was with his unit was Tiger Swan. He was, he was an SF guy. He, he didn't like the big, big stuff. But he, he, he was a Ranger. And he said, the key, Bob, when you stay up all night, he goes, stop, don't drink, no caffeine, protein, hydrate like crazy. Hydrate, but no. Yeah, and I don't know if, there, if there's any other tricks to, to that. I disagree with the caffeine. Thing. Okay, yeah, you see, you're like, heck with that, I'm doing the caffeine. Yeah, I, drink, I drink coffee for 24 hours. I'll tell you, at 18 hours, I thought I was going to face plant. But you got to remember, back then, back then, I was, how old was I? I was 30 years old. Like 12? No, I was 12. Yeah, I wish I was. I was like, thir- no, wait a minute. Um, no, I was uh, 9-11. No, 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 no. I was 35 years old. I was like 35 years old. I couldn't do it now. There's no way. Yeah. But I mean, and you don't mind you me asking. You stand for 24 hours all the time. What are you? But I kind of do anyway with. Couple, but I get like four it's hours. Bad weather. Hours. You, uh, that's different. Yeah. You know what? And you're right. Severe hours. weather. I've been up 36 hours. It, that's very true. And I do do caffeine. But I'm not trying to set up. I'm not like working <laughs> out. You know, I'm, I'm working my brain and working on a computer. That's probably. But to answer it. your question about yeah. sleep, no, I didn't sleep. I, yeah. I took so at midnight. This is talking about the muscle ups. I. Uh, Took a break. I was at like 930-something at like 10 o'clock at night. Jeez. Wow. Um, I started at 10 a.m. So 12 hours in, I'd already hit 930-something. I don't know. I don't remember. But I, my hands were starting to hurt pretty bad at that point. So I was like, I need to take a break. I'm going to try to take a nap, and we're going to start back up at midnight. Jeez. But I, I just laid there. <laughs> my mind was racing, so like. And that's the same thing that happened with the pull-ups. I tried to take a nap. and Just, I think the adrenaline. Or it's right. I was just going to say, it's got to be something like that. It's just, because it does. Yeah. I know that feeling you get, there's a, <clears throat> there's a dopamine effect at certain points, but then there's a, there's a point too. If you do sit or stop doing something, oh my gosh, yeah, your body just says, okay, sure. I'll, I'll yeah. crash. Oh, Felicia, you are, I could tell you're very, you were a very strong woman. You got your faith. We all know that. Yes. And everything you've just endured, you've gone through, especially with the loss of your husband. You got your, your kids you're raising and, and one that's, you know, old enough, your adult uh, child. But the son who's supporting you, you go to the gym. What, what does that do for you when you have somebody? Because I think, and Joanne, tell me, is do we all have to have somebody? Do you guys think you have to have somebody? Does that make a difference? Because how would you do a journey like this on your own? Do you feel sometimes you're alone or do you think this well, is? I do it sometimes, even if my son is not, even if don't know, even if don't nobody else go with me, I'm gonna still go. So, but I keep my son because he has asthma. So I continuously encourage him to go with me when I go. You know, during school, after school hours, I will take him. But I mean, even if don't nobody else encourage me, I encourage my own self because I'm doing this for me. Yeah, and, and that's that's kind of the key here. You, you got to do it for you. you got to do it for me. Got to yes. do it for you. So. What is your favorite activity? You tell women out there, or men, I I mean, lo- men are watching us too. <laughs> I love, uh, I love lifting weight. Really, but That's I, great. um, I do the treadmill. I love working out in general. 
that's awesome. But I love lifting weights, even Wait, with my legs. It strengthens you, though. Joanne, yeah. weightlifting is great for women. 100%. It is. Why is it good for, it's really important for women for your bone density. Right. Yes. Because I live more active. than a lot of the average men when I go to Planet Fitness. So. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to Planet <laughs> Fitness to see. I'm for <laughs> Careful, careful what you wish for, Felicia. And, uh, careful yeah. what you wish for. Peter's Bob again. Hey, yeah, there's Bob. Yes. I'm following Felicia around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But with, with... Yeah, it's super important for uh, women, especially women over 40, to start lifting heavyweights. I do. Not just, uh, you know, the little two and three pound stereotypes no, out I, there. I lift heavy, heavy ones. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Get it, girl. Yeah. I do know because Joanne does, she has a boutique gym and I've seen women deadlift at her gym. It's unbelievable. I mean, to see the strength, it's balanced. It's all those good things. But women who are you generally, is it true? Women who are generally taller or maybe a little heavier than somebody who's very petite. Is it, they kind of have an, no, don't they have an advantage? I thought I heard that with, did no. we talk about sport? Like no, getting Bob. more bent, no, bone density? No, Bob. Or not no. No, lifting Bob. weight. Well, it's the same principle of red blood cells increasing bone density. Because no. no. when you're putting no. pressure, is it pressure? No. Is it the pressure lifting weights? So what weights lifting is nothing over. So why'd you say over forty? Why is it important? Oh well, uh, after 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 you turn forty, Bob, things things happen hormonally yes. wise. <laughs> it's called it's called menopause. menopause. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Perimenopause, yeah. menopause, yeah. Okay. postmenopause, yeah. all the I've menopause. Neither way, Joey. But really, like <laughs> that's right. Mostly to keep Bob in line. Yeah. Yeah, just stick with your head in the clouds <laughs> over there. <laughs> Keep your head in the clouds, Bob. Hey, um, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just being the outside voice of the people. Oh, oh, oh generally over the age of 40. I mean, you, okay. you start losing muscle mass, yeah. and um, and muscle mass plays a big big role in your meta- metabolism. So if you start losing muscle mass really after the age of 35, you start losing about 30% of your muscle mass. Mm-hmm. Um, every ten years or so, that's so, scary. so that's kind of it's kind of scary. So <laughs> feel the difference through weight, yes. weightlifting and exercise. You can co- you can combat that and um, you know keep your metabolism stoked. Yeah, I love it and stoked. I love the way that it is. So you're stoked. I can see it. She's always <laughs> stoked. Yes, this. But Felicia, you were saying too before you're tickled because of the fact that I like that you're because you're doing it for you, but you got yourself in a space where. Hey, you know, you don't even have, you're not even going, you never had gastric bypass surgery. No. No, this, you lost this, as Joanne said in the beginning, slow and easy. Yes. And it's been slow and easy. You continue this, it's staying off as a result. So you're like just digging this. What would you say to other people that feel like they want to take that shortcut? It's like, you know, some people may be impatient. I mean, and I'm just thinking of the stresses mm-hmm. on the outside world that you dealt with. I mean, 10 years, almost 10 years cancer free now. And then you, the loss of a husband, you got your kids. You got a lot of exterior stuff going on, which could very easily make you slip back to old ways. Yes. And you're not doing it. No. Um, I don't have anything against surgery. Let's get that straight. Because yeah. I was the candidate was going to do it. But to me, even with having surgery, you still have to eat correct. And you still got to go and tone it. Yeah, so with me, yeah. I, had to, I had to make just believe in myself that, hey, Let's go ahead and start this now. So when I started this, now I've lost more than a lot of people that have had surgery. And, and that's you see that so a lot. And and then you you still get the same results. So if you know surgery, if that's a possibility, you know that's like I said, there's nothing against it. You still have to eat even when you have surgery. You still to keep that weight off. You got to eat healthy. You have to exercise. You have to do all of that. So with me. I done it before I had, you know, even thought about surgery, and I want to make sure I keep doing it. Small frequent meals. Yes, I eat small meals. 
And that's the key that's for the key. you that you've been doing. That's the key. And don't think when you eat once a day that that's okay because that's not. Because then your body's retaining it. Yes, it's, it's just hold storing it. it. It's yeah, storing, storing it. it. What's your favorite meal? What's like? What's your breakfast? Tell us what your day's like. You okay. wake up in the morning. What does what does Felicia do? To, to okay, my breakfast mostly dinner. every morning. They, shout out to Burger King on two eighty five. Oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but basically, like every morning, I get up. Yeah. Um, I'm up early because I'm at my mom's house. You know, I'm doing things for my right. mother. And, and, and you're doing that too. You're always you're amazing. Or either I'm working out, but I go get me a bowl of cheese grits sometime with a side or the okay. bacon from Burger King. When I get through with that, I do my I come back and drink my water. Um, during the lunch, you know, during between before I eat lunch, I might snack on like little peanuts, like a handful of peanuts. If I get hungry in between, well, now I do some like uh, granola bar, banana. Then I, you know, when I, when I do eat, I eat like the little salads from um, Walmart. Okay. They're yeah, good. they're already prepackaged. They're I already mean, prepackaged. You just perfect. put them in there, yep. put the dressing on it, and that's good. And when, in the beginning, when he told me to eat more vegetables, I go buy the birds, I vegetable from Walmart also. It has everything in it. Because I was like, I don't eat zucchini, squash, and all that. But that birds I pack, you'll eat it. Because all they do just season it. Steam it and it's good. So this is you're, right. You're not even talking about the what's it called the Impossible Whopper. You don't do any of that. I don't do. Oh, yeah. I, I don't do because I don't even know if that's is that really good for you. I don't eat that. Process. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like yeah. that's processed. I don't really, eat. It. Yeah. So it's better to eat. So it's you notice I hear a lot of stories. You're eating the bacon, which is mm-hmm. more almost like a fat burner. You're, you're mm-hmm. you don't have the bad carbs. It seems like yeah, I don't have the bad when I got the good. Yeah. I love that. And what what is your and then what's your snacks? What's the, what's the what's your guilty pleasures? You got to have something. Well, I snack on. Um, like when I want to do a cheat day, I, I get a bag of those Tom's vinegar salt chips. Oh yes, <laughs> God, and that's a cheat day. Well, you're pretty yeah, good because I, so. I can think of a lot worse than that. I mean, you I, get, well, you get I get my cheat day on the weekend, but if I think I'm going to cheat on the weekend, I'll come back stronger than ever those Mondays. And I I love now running to a scale just to make sure that I don't put a pound back on. But that's the key, Joanne. What what is it with that? And Felicia, I ask you both, what is it with the scale? Because I, I hear you hear mixed reviews on that. Do you want to go on a scale every day, or is it the way your clothes fit? Because the way your dress is right now, it looks nice, it flows nice, you obviously yeah. feel good in it, it's, it works with you, you're happy with it. So is that more important, or is the scale more? I mean, when do Not we, scale. What, scale is important to you. And it's, yeah, it's, it's different for everyone. Yeah. Uh, there are some people that just, uh, scales are a trigger, and some yes. people that um, take pictures. Uh, so I, I do a, a fair amount of personal training, and there's some people that will, um, feel good weigh, weighing themselves every day. Um, there's some people mm-hmm. that I have that take daily pictures or weekly pictures yeah. of, of themselves. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then that's that way you can see, like, <laughs> where you were, you know, from where yeah. to where. De- uh, it really depends on what they're doing, too. Try if you're doing picture. a lot of strength training, that scale can be a little tricky, mm-hmm. um, especially for women if they're putting on muscle mass over, over fat mass. So. And muscle, the truth is, ladies, muscle burns fat. Well, muscle burns fat, but muscle also weighs more. It weighs fat. more so also. That, so that's what I want to get at. So yeah. if that's the case, don't let that deceive you, Felicia. You know the difference, I, right? I know the difference. Okay. Because, I mean, I would be, you know, want people to get psyched out. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's why That's why yeah. having having access to um, what's called an in-body, which is basically uh, measures your body fat. Um, you can do it typically. I mean, we have it at our gym, um, Southern Nutrition on Fort Benning. Boulevard or Fort Benning, you know, down by Fort Benning, uh, Fort Benning Boulevard, I guess it is. Uh, and then Whittlesley Road location also has in body, and I think it's free. 
Um, so you can go in and you can check your body fat that way if you need a marker. Why was it? What? what <clears throat> why is it that you finishing? It's not about the time necessarily when you try to tell people to f- complete some kind of 100 miler or is it a triathlon, whatever it may be. Completion is most important, right? I mean, mentally, and it's not necessarily. Yeah, I think most people like sign up for an event just to see if they can do it. Most people. There's some type A's out there. I'm not very type A. I'm very type Z. What is Z? So, the opposite of type A. Okay, yeah, it would be the other side so, of the alphabet, like omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the alpha omega. Like, yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> the omega. Okay. And sometimes. Not the end, but you make it to the end. Yeah, I make it to the end, you know. Uh, I don't know. So, for, for most people, it's just kind of personal personal challenge. Yeah. And, I mean, coming up on, let's see, the new year is 31 days away. Yeah. So many people will be setting new personal challenges for the upcoming year. Let me ask you this. The other day I was running. There was a new trail (coughs) in our area. And I'm going to tell you, anybody listening to this, because most athletes love to travel and find us. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the picture. Yeah, did you see it? I didn't believe you that you were running a new trail the other day. Oh, I thought, so you really didn't. I mean, I didn't know what you were talking about. Oh, for God's sake. I just faked it until I made it. Oh, for crying out loud. So I was thinking, too. Just like most of my life. Because Kevin said, well, let me give everyone the backstory here. We, in Georgia, the state of Georgia, Alabama, too, or wherever you may be, anywhere in California, if you're listening, I don't care where you are, it's worth coming here. And you can always sign up for a triathlon, tricolumbusga.com, because you have Callaway Gardens, you got Uptown Columbus, you got the river, the longest whitewater river experience, urban whitewater experience and we have mountains and we have an all-inclusive uh course that you can you could come up to Calway. it's beautiful people do come from all over it's a destination place when we do our athletic stuff but this one is just off the Calway gardens route as you said pine mountain harris county georgia there's so many harris counties i think a lot of people think houston when we say that but harris county georgia has uh, great trails, just mountain trails and everything else. So, so here I am this uh, second time. I bring one of my colleagues with me to experience this. And it's a t- five-mile down, and five-mile back will give you a 10-mile round trip. So the portion is almost 900 feet above sea level where you start up at this country store. You run down, so it's all downhill. So it starts at the country store. Co- correct, yeah. Okay. And here's something. Here's something really crazy, too. <clears throat> Despite the elevation, this is the they call it the man of war because it was a train back when Franklin Delano Roosevelt was the president of the United States. Mm. FDR, FDR got on a train. We you literally experience this whether you hike, ruck, bike, walk, run, whatever you want on this trail. You got to think about it when you're doing it. You're in that space like, hey, the president sat in this car car and just looking and you go over the bridge where the president was on and now you're physically that's pretty cool it's the rails to trails program that's around the whole u.s and we have some of that too here in columbus yeah we got the we got the yeah we got the dragonfly trail and everything else we gotta get in my defense though uh, when i call you and most of the time when i call you you are running (laughs) well it's just quite literally and i don't run that much and you are out of breath and you're talking about the weather and what's coming the next week. And so I was trying to piece things together. And I had, and then I saw the post on Facebook. And I was like, oh, man, that's where he, he, he was. Like, See, and that's why he, he, was wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't, wasn't being crazy. I thought, I thought in my head I had you picture like running up and down, I don't know, 27, which is like which a is highway. parallel to it. And it's parallel to 27. Portions of it is parallel to 27. Well, in my head I was yeah. thinking he's running up and down this two-lane very busy road, which would not be abnormal for you. Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, he's crazy. He's yeah, gone go, over the edge. But I'm glad fun. to know that you are now running on a very safe path. 
<laughs> Perfectly paved. <laughs> but what's funny about it is because you know Kevin. Kevin's very. He's very. He's very literal and and everything. And he's hearing you because I got you in speaker and he's running next to me. And you're telling me and he goes oh, and you're so you know Joanne is just nothing rattles her cage. In fact, what you see is what you get. Even if the worst thing is happening right now, Joanne is still that. Calm. Now I don't know what's going on internally inside her her head, but she it comes out the same way every time. That, that's what I think is very fascinating. But is you called me and you're saying this, I was on the upswing now. Now I'm on the up portion. So imagine you're going down a mountain and the rest of the course, five miles going up. I mean, there's portions that may level a little bit, but you're, you're generally always going up in elevation. So when you called, I was out of breath. Could have been something, you know, I just, <laughs> could have something else that I just tell you I'm running. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I, oh, man. <laughs> terrible. I'm going to stop it. But anyway, so, but here I am running up, running up, and Joanne goes, uh, Bob, why are you running like that? That's just how, if I can paraphrase what you said. And then you said, are you training for something? What are you training for? Well, I go, yeah, because, well, I mean, there's nothing. It's December. I know, but I was like, well, I was thinking of the free half marathon coming up. But big oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, could yeah. be. So now I have an excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was training that. for that, Joanne. Yeah. That's it. But yeah. I, but what's funny is, is that <laughs> because you were saying this, Kevin goes, oh, wouldn't she be excited? Because she's in it. You know, he knows. Her I athletic was excited, actor. Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell I was him. very excited because he, he didn't think that was you my were. excited voice. Okay. He didn't understand. I thought yeah. he thought, well, you think she would be like encouraging. I said, no, it's just Joanne. She was just saying, but if you're not training, Bob, why are you doing it? But now we know the backstory. Why? Because well, you didn't I believe mean, that I was actually doing that. You know, I, I run sort of. Yeah. I participate so that I can have coffee after with my run group. That's really the only reason I'm there. And there's no reaction to Joanne <clears throat> after her caffeine. One cup? No. I mean, I've had three cups of coffee today. Okay. could never tell. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I got this so. with Ticino. I mix it with caribou, hickory, uh, chicory. It's roasted, and I put just a little caffeine in it because I'm dealing with some, you know, mid-50 male stuff. So I thought, <laughs> and I, I promise I wouldn't get into that. But I, but you know what I mean. The, this, yeah. the coffee decreases it's the a loaded coffee yeah it is in a different way right and it's loaded and, and it's going to put a little oat milk in it so you know as long as there's no baileys in there i think we're good <clears throat> we won't <clears throat> yes right exactly <laughs> <laughs> so going back to athletes and everything you know a little bit of my story i did triathlons when i was out west a lot had a lot of accidents i was an ice hockey player um i wrestled I, my neck is really messed up so i backed off of riding bikes as a result because all my accidents seem to be on bikes back in the days and and uh really shoulder surgery uh they want neck surgery next i had knee surgery so i'm like yeah, i'm done with surgeries because I, I don't do well with surgeries it takes me forever to do it but you can do other activity and that's what you know i love being part of all that and and remembering all those fun fun days so there's do athletes now you, know, you don't have to necessarily bike or you could bike or you could just do one you know you could do whatever athletes bike yeah bike it's would a be bike, and run. Be bike and run yeah but but i can run and somebody <clears throat> can bike and then sure yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. and as yeah. i was about to say and then there, there's swim portion if you ever want to do a swim you can incorporate a team a relay team yeah. and then you can have the swimmer then you can have the bike and then teamwork, the runner. teamwork. making the yeah. dream work yeah and those are always fun so those are things i'm just trying to tell people if you have any injuries or you can find that specific thing particularly if it's something like that and hopefully people come to this area and, and just experience the cool stuff we have yeah but you you're saying your your toughest feat was what i mean give somebody everyone just to remind them what is your background i mean because you're just you love fitness yeah, uh, I mean, I've been doing stuff all my life, I guess, uh, which is a long time, Bob. Yeah, okay, long, we're trying to, trying to figure that age out. Dylan, yeah. you have any ideas? <laughs> <laughs> Never ask a woman her age. Um, I, uh, I mean, I've 
you know, I grew up in Canada, so in, in Canada and, and, a, and a while ago, you could play all the sports. And, and right. It's not really the way it is in the South here anyway, where you're kind of committed and dumped into one sport for your whole life. So, I mean, I played basketball, volleyball, track, not really cross country because remember I don't like to run really much. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but um, I played badminton. I was on the badminton team. Jeez, really? Yeah, I rode for a while, did some crew. Um, yeah, so anything and everything. So I just got to try it all. I'm really terrible at golf. I'm really terrible at tennis. And I'm horrendous at bowling. Those are the three things. Football, it's, it's, those are concentration sports, which yeah. I think you would be very good at. I mean, yeah. badminton, yeah. indoors. I can throw the ball yeah. further than I can drive the ball. Yeah, which, I think that's interesting. Which is better. Yeah, the putt, I, that's so where I passed yeah. my class in college. Wow. We had to play three holes of golf. And it was the so- I played collegiate softball. and I could see you as a softball player. You the gotta, softball yeah. players and the baseball players yeah. had to play three, three, three holes of golf, and we just threw the ball instead of hit the ball. <laughs> so it was much more efficient. And bowling, like Caddyshack. I mean, bowling, Canadian you had to, Caddyshack. Like, Caddyshack. You had to get like, I don't know, 84. I think that was your score to pass, and it took like five hours. Wow. It was it's terrible. In tennis, I mean, I dropped that class because right. I couldn't keep the ball in the court, so. Wow. Anyway. Interesting. So, yeah, I feel, I mean, I've played, played sports all my life, and it's now it's my job, my profession.